The information provided on this podcast is for general information purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your qualified health provider with any questions you may have. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Reliance on any information provided here is solely at your own risk. This episode is sponsored by Stork. Stork is hosting their next luxury prenatal retreat this fall. Picture yourself at Miraval, one of the most exclusive resorts overlooking the Texas Hill Country. Each day, you'll be treated to farm-to-table meals, spa services, yoga, and more, all while sprinkling prenatal education from some of the best maternity professionals, leaving you and your partner feeling more prepared and relaxed going into parenthood. On top of these classes and workshops provided on-site, you'll have access to four or more on-demand classes to watch at your own leisure. For more information on this priceless investment in your growing family, visit storkatx.com retreat, also linked in the show notes. Space is limited, and don't forget to use code BIRTHBABY for $200 off. Doula Share is a free event happening in the Austin area on Saturday, October 21st from 1130 to 230 at the Pflugerville Public Library. Come out and meet local doulas, check out their booths, and learn more about a variety of topics surrounding pregnancy. The first 50 people through the door will get a free swag bag. Be sure to register at the link in the show notes so we know you're coming. See you there. Welcome. This is Birth, baby. Your hosts are Sierra Morgan and Samantha Kelly. Sierra is a birth doula, hypnobirthing educator, and pediatric sleep consultant. Samantha is a birth doula, childbirth educator, and lactation counselor. Join us as we guide you through your options for your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum journey. Today we have Naomi Catrone with us to talk about a couple of warnings you need to know before ordering a breast pump. Thank you for being here today, Naomi. It's my pleasure. I love chatting with you guys. Awesome. So can you tell us about yeah, just kind of what it looks like to have insurance cover lactation and, and breast pumps, what that looks like? Yeah, now we are really lucky that more insurances are starting to cover lactation benefits. Um, so I would say 70% of private PPO insurances cover lactation consultations. Um, and they usually cover anywhere from three to six and some plans are unlimited based on medical necessity or the necessity that the provider thinks they need. Um, so yeah, it's really well covered. Awesome. So are there a large number, a large percentage of people that come to y'all that have insurance that will cover lactation visits? I would say in our practice, we're probably 70% of our patients are using their health benefits. So they're not having to pay up front usually anything. Um, and then we do the billing and that comes into another whole fun mess sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that a little bit. Um, I think the first challenge is many times some insurances say your visits are 100% covered. Um, and they say like some, some cards say it's hundred percent in home visits covered at hundred percent. And so what they don't tell you is that those are for like 40 minute visits and um, anything over that, there's going to be a little bit of cost sharing. So perhaps a deductible will apply. Many times if you've had your baby though, your birth, 
can hit your deductible. So that's pretty cool. Um, but insurance companies can get creative and apply um, co-pays still for anything over. You know, I don't want to say 40 minutes exactly because it depends if it's an initial visit or a follow-up visit. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes people heard, like they call their insurance the way they're supposed to and verify, hey, this company or this provider, they're on they're, they're approved for lactation services. Like they'll check Milk Diva or my name. And they say, yes, you're covered for six visits at 100%. But they don't say those six visits are less than X amount of minutes. Um, and they don't say anything about virtual consultations, if that's 100% covered or not. So that can get a little tricky. So we do a lot of education before someone books. And we send a lot of forms and talk with people and tell them what to expect so they're not surprised. Um, and then I will say that many of us in town work with a third party billing company. I'm not going to like go into the actual names, but once you fill out this little form online for them, they do say you're hundred percent covered and that company will absorb any additional fees. Um, mm -hmm. So, so many times if you have like Cigna or Anthem, like Blue Cross Blue Shield Anthem, you would qualify to get your visits covered by this third party billing company. And then like, if for some reason the insurance wants to apply a copay, that billing company, the third party billing company does not pass that on to the patient and they absorb the entire cost. That's but huge. That is huge. For us, we also take Aetna insurance um, and they're the ones where it gets a little tricky because they promise their clients or their members, I should say, the world. And that's not how they reimburse us. And it's not 100% usually covered. The insurance world is so tricky and we have questions from clients all the time prenatally about everything from things covered in pregnancy to my labor to if my kid gets my you know, if I get uh, discharged before my baby does now is my baby having to have their own copay or deductible and we're like, we don't know. We can't answer all these questions. We've been saying lately, we really want like some insurance insider well, with billing come in I'll and do talk a lot to of us. insurance stuff because we, I, I mean, it's my business. I want to make sure I don't go to yeah. like, what do you call it? Insurance fraud jail or something like that. But one thing people may not know is that um, if your baby, let's say, has a tongue tie release in the hospital, the baby has not met their deductible. So the mom had a birth and that birth will get billed to the mom's insurance or the birthing parent's insurance, and they will meet their deductible usually. The baby's brand new, has no charges on their insurance because the birth is a, should be a global fee. That means they charge the hospital one time for the birth and the well care of the baby. But now a baby gets circumcision or gets uh, a tongue tie release. Those are not standard well care, and that's not usually included in the what we call global fee, which is a flat fee for the birth and the care of the newborn in the hospital. And then they get this tongue tie release and they think everything is great. And then a few months later, they get a ginormous bill. And it's a basically an inpatient surgical bill, which is a lot compared to if you would have maybe just added your baby to dental insurance for like four bucks a month and gotten it done with a pediatric dentist outpatient. Oh my goodness. There is so messy. It's so messy. It We're, messy. We want to do a yeah. whole episode. We're just trying to find all the people we need to talk to for that. So when it yeah. comes to lactation and all of these things, what are some of the things that you find are roadblocks when trying to use these benefits? Like what issues do people come across? I think uh, the first issue is waiting too late to like, it's very difficult to have a brand new baby, be in pain, be uncomfortable, and then try to call your insurance and have all the things make sense. Um, of course, as a lactation consultant, 
my soapbox is please get prenatal education. Connect with a lactation consultant before you deliver. Book your lactation consultation while you're still pregnant for a week after you're due because you don't want to uh, be scurrying and need someone now and then find out there's a week or two wait. So lots of patients are taking advantage of getting prenatal education, but they're sometimes doing it kind of on accident. They go to order their pump and then the pump company is offering some prenatal classes and they say they're free. And so they take them. They're kind of like in a Zoom uh, meeting like a webinar and you'll have a lactation consultant or a nurse I, I don't know the qualifications of the person giving the the class and tips and maybe going through a slideshow and that's the end of that and they usually sell you a package of four or five classes like newborn care intro to breastfeeding um postpartum like things just general kind of teachings and then they say it's free because it is to the to the uh patient but they bill your insurance and they bill your insurance a preventative code, which to be exact is S9443, if anyone wants to know. And that code is for 71. Uh, well, for every insurance is different, but it's about $70. And so you never see a copay. You don't have to pay for it. It's considered preventative and they call it a lactation class. So most insurances will permit you to have X amount of lactation classes. Usually it's between three and six. Well, if the pump company told you the classes were free, which they are to you kind of, but they build your insurance for four prenatal classes, then you, boop, you have a baby and now you really need some hands-on customized help that that webinar and that Zoom call is not appropriate for. When you go see your lactation consultant, they say, oh, you have XYZ insurance, great. You have six visits covered. They see you, all the things. And then we usually bill your insurance about 45 days later. We wait for your birth to hit your deductible. So, so our claims don't cause a problem. And then we find out, oops, you have six visits with us, but then it looks like you have four additional visits from this other person, this other provider. And it will come up with like a brand name. Sometimes it's the hospital pediatrician will actually bill in addition to their global fee. And you're like, oh, now I have to send this patient a bill for whatever 70 times X amount of dollars is. And so that is a big surprise that I have seen happen a lot more just in the last year. So when you're saying that they're counting these packages of four or five classes as lactation classes, you just said that they could be newborn care classes, but they're qualifying all of those as lactation classes and using those against the lactation benefit? Yes. I mean, this is the thing. All these things are like, there's nuances. So it depends what diagnosis they put with it. So there's a, every, with every billing code, there has to be a diagnosis. And so um, the ones that we use on lactation land is usually care of a lactating woman, but there's another diagnosis code like, um, you know, post or prenatal. There's other codes, which I don't know, cause I don't bill. And so they use that code and then they put, um, an education class on top of it, lactation education. And so that does kind of, if the code, if the diagnosis is prenatal care, and then you put a lactation class on top of it, that's kind of okay. I'm not an auditor, I don't know. And I don't know that anyone is gonna audit their charts. Right, yeah. so what you're saying is it's kind of tricky for the consumer to know what they're going to be charged for. And the big warning here is 
if you're being offered any sort of prenatal classes by an external company and they're saying that they're free, make sure it's not, oh, it's free to, free you, to you, except that not later because you're going to be you know, charged for things that you weren't going to be charged for if you hadn't used this benefit. Yes. And um, when it comes to like pump companies do this a lot, they're going to send you an email and in the small print, it says it in there, but we're not usually reading this. I don't usually read that stuff. So that's what you should know. But just like your mama probably always told you nothing in this life is free. And so they're making their money somewhere and they are billing your insurance and you don't realize it. And so just kind of like a PSA, nothing is ever free. And um, while prenatal education, prenatal education is very important, I know for a fact that taking a prenatal class in town is, if you have to pay cash, you can use your HSA card many times. Like if, like our prenatal coursework and our prenatal, all our prenatal stuff, you can just swipe your HSA card and you're what, $50, $70 one time. And it's like personalized care and you're in our system and it's just you. And you get all these resources afterwards, like all these PDFs and all this helpful information, like insider secrets, not a generic cookie cutter for the masses type webinar or presentation. Mm -hmm. I feel like if parents knew that, I would rather pay for quality and have one awesome paid for prenatal class or education versus some Walmart approach to prenatal prep and then get my insurance charged $70 times four. Like if you think about it, 70 times four is $280. You know how many awesome prenatal classes and courses you could probably learn how to deliver your own babies for, you know, <laughs> as being <Yeah>. extra. <laughs> and it gets so it. tricky because after you have a baby, you might end up needing a lot of lactation care and, you know, follow-up visits and all these other things. Like it's not, you, you don't typically get one lactation visit and everything is is dealt with and you're good to go. You typically, you're going to need some, some help and it may even be further down the road uh, in your breastfeeding journey that you need some help. And then you come back and find out that, oh, well, yes, your insurance covers six visits, but you used four of them by this class that you didn't even know was using four of them. And that it just makes it, makes life so hard because then you're having to pay out of pocket for these visits that are even more expensive than just paying for those classes would have been. Yeah. And that's what is breaking my heart recently. I didn't see this, like I've been probably billing for like four years or five years and it's not, this is just something that just started in the, it's been a year in the fall that I started seeing mm -hmm. it. And it does break my heart because really, I don't know when you first have a baby, you don't know anything about insurance because you're usually healthy and you yeah. usually have not had to go in. You start to learn about insurance when you start taking your kid to the doctor and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, every time I go in for a weight check or like it's, I think it's a well check, but then I tell them my baby has a runny nose and they bill it as a sick visit and what's a copay versus deductible versus max out of yeah. pocket. And so you don't learn that stuff till later. And it does, it really takes the wind out of people's sail when their baby's yeah. six months old and then they get all of these bills that they thought were covered. And sometimes like maybe us, like maybe our company might get the brunt of the wrath, like, no, you billed wrong. I'm sure it was covered. I was told it was covered. Or you said, yeah, you said I had six right. covered visits. Yeah. yeah. And so we're, we, we do check the insurance before you usually they have their visit with us. And we, if the other company 
has billed already, like a pump company will bill because you're still pregnant. So that will come up. But the hospital, if the pediatrician in the hospital is going to use your lactation benefit also, because they came in and said, keep breastfeeding, good job, like, make whatever they do. I don't know that they spend a whole 90 minutes with you, like a lactation consultant would. If they use that code, there's no way for us to know that until a few months later when that bill hits your account. So you can't tell a pediatrician not to bill your insurance lactation because that you know you kind of can't. But what you should know is, um, at least for pump companies and anything that's advertised as free, read the right, read the fine print, um, and you might want to pass go on that and just invest uh, and and the money in getting a quality, a high quality individualized. Um, consult, like prenatal consultation, because it is really important. And I just tell you guys, and I know Naomi, you did not know I was going to say this, but can I just shout out you real quick? Because you make no extra money by hopping on here and giving this warning to people. You're still going to get paid at the end of the day, whether people use these lactation visits with you or whether they used them prenatally by accident, and then they have to pay you because they still have to pay you. But it just means so much to me. And like that you care so much about the community at large that you want to get out here and tell people this because again you make zero dollars and zero cents extra from telling people this and it just shows how much you care i appreciate that i was about to i thought you were going to say i make zero money billing insurance and i'm like yeah how'd you know that (laughs) yeah yeah actually you lose money billing insurance actually but i mean like so many people need the care and i just Mm -hmm. like i'm not trying to get rich, but I also can't, like I have to pay staff and I have to pay for all the things. So, but but it just breaks my heart for a new parent who wants to breastfeed or whatever their feeding goals are and for their insurance to tell them one thing. And then behind the scenes, there was some sneakiness going on. That's just not transparent. And I just, that is, that is just, we're a vulnerable population, like pregnant women, or like mm-hmm. new moms and babies, like it's super vulnerable. And I just, I think there's, it's just really unfair to take advantage of that, that population. Yeah. Yeah. You're speaking our language here. That's for sure. So quick, quick question. Would lactation visits in the hospital, like, you know, all the hospitals have their lactation counselors that come around and visit new moms. Are they billing for that as well? Or is that covered under that birth umbrella as far as you've seen so far? That's a great question. Yeah. I've heard in other parts of the country that they are billing for those lactation visits. Mm -hmm. Um, However, here in town in Austin, I've not come across a hospital system at the current time whose lactation provider is covering. And so one little thing that might make you put a, red flag up and think maybe they'll charge me is, and I don't know if most, like, I don't know if patients know this or not. If your hospital, if the lactation consultant's paycheck comes from the hospital, they are usually not going to bill your insurance. Gotcha. Okay. If the lactation consultant is like a third party company. So they're, they have an outside lactation LLC and then the hospital has contracted them to come in and provide lactation services, they may uh, do their billing separately. I have not seen that happen in town here in Austin yet, even though we have both models, but I have heard of other hospital systems in other parts of the country doing it that way. 
Oh, it's such a great question, Samantha, because we do, we have people put it on their birth preferences sheet. I want to see the lactation consultant within 24 yeah. hours of birth because why you not should. if it's yeah, included, you, you know, but is it like part of that global fee or is it an additional cost? So that's a great question. Like if somebody's just unsure, just ask. Yeah, I yeah. think they could totally ask that question, but that is an excellent question. Every hospital is going to be different. I am not a billing. I don't know anything about hospital billing necessarily. I do mm -hmm. know there is something called a global fee what's included, what's not included, what time that global fee, like how many days after birth that global fee is done. I'm not sure, but an OB would know a little bit about that. And then the um, hospital pediatrician could also speak to that because they hospital yeah. pediatricians many times are not employed by the hospital. They are employed through a third party. And so you can ask the hospital pediatrician that comes to see your baby, does your company bill for lactation? Yeah. And they may or That's may not great. know, but they can find out. That's great. Gosh, this was so informative. And I, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so much here. I think Sierra is absolutely right. We're going to have to do like a whole, probably a whole series on insurance someday and like do some investigative reporting or something and <laughs> get into yes. it because it's wild. And so many people just don't know anything about it, but thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge with us. Um, and we hope to have you back soon. Thank oh, we're going to, you don't have a choice. We're making you come back, <laughs> Naomi. Well, and I everyone, please, it. please check out. She also has a podcast and we will link that in the show notes yes. too. Go yeah. take a listen to hers. Do you want to say real quick what the name of that is? Well, if I remember my podcast, I know because I think you changed it. <laughs> it's like a long name now. Um, it is um, Boo Business with Milk Diva. So you can actually just type in Milk Diva in the podcast player and it'll pop up. But Amazing. Boo Business is so good. Y'all, I was on her podcast a few weeks ago oh, yeah. and I shared it with my work dad who I talked about in like episode two of this uh, whole podcast. And I sent him a message saying, oh, look, I was on another podcast. And he wrote back with Boo Business in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep, my I teenage boys love it. Love I it. just made a mid 50 year old man listen to a Fresh. podcast about yes. Boo Business. He's <laughs> a better man for it. it so much. Thank you guys All so much right. for having me on. Thank Thanks, you. Naomi. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Birth, baby. Thanks again to Longing for Orpheus for our music. You can look him up on Spotify. Remember to leave a review, share, and follow wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.